Where we stuck to one topic. My name is Greg Ross. What if that's how I actually spoke? You would be supported. I wouldn't know. Nobody would listen to the show. I would have never gotten on the radio. It's amazing that I got on in the first place with this voice. Your voice is not bad. It's just regular. I feel like my voice is pretty regular. It ain't regular. I'm lazy. I'm a lazy speaker. Well, I'm saying it's 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 uh it's like a regular person's where maybe it is a little lazy, but somebody who's on air has like a blah 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 you know, like they turn it on. In real life I am a lazy speaker. I enunciate a bit more recording on the radio, whatever it may be. But I listen back and I still think, ugh. Really? What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> That's so mean. Why? To tell yourself to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a common occurrence. Yeah. Anytime I say something, I think back on what I said, and then I tell myself to shut the fuck up. What the fuck were you thinking? That oh, was man. the dumbest fucking... Shut the fuck you up. You don't really do that. You know who you sound like? You sound like all these other morons who say things and they, they speak and they think what they have to say matters and they think that they're important and it's not. They're saying nothing. Or they're they're just trying to impress you somehow. They're trying to sell themselves. They're trying to talk about how cool they are. The only way you can avoid that is to just not speak at all. <laughs> but then... You don't make any connections with people. Are you trying to say that uh, mutes can't connect with people? No, they do their own kind of communication. That's what we should all get into. What? The mute style of communication. No more speaking. <laughs> Just, you know, everyone shut <laughs> no, up. No, because then it would be the same thing. People would be bragging or just communicating just to communicate. You know, it'd be the same exact thing. They would just be non-vocal. I think that's preferable. Man, what a world. Post-verbal. What a wonderful, wonder, wonderful world Brr, that would be. You, you're bad at talking. Yeah, see? Yeah. Wonderful. Welcome to One Topic, realistic to One Topic. My name is Artem Fischer. My name is Greg Russ. Wow. So what Woo! is up? You, uh... Before we started recording, you think that's funny? That's not. What is wrong with you? I'm just trying to hype you up. You don't. Uh, you don't take anything seriously. That really, <laughs> really bugs me. I think in general, uh, people not taking things seriously bugs I me. I take things. I take some things very seriously. This show in itself. I was sitting there th thinking about it yesterday. Yeah. This is the. Where's the substance of this show? What do we really have to offer? We don't go in depth on anything. Mm -hmm. You know, all these podcasts, they spend, they have research teams and they spend a week or two developing the show and digging in, doing interviews and fact checking. And they're really going to teach you something. You're going to learn something. And then you've got babbling buffoons who come on, meaning us. Uh huh. And we just run our mouths. And do we say anything? Of substance. Do we say Absolutely anything? Absolutely we do. Absolutely we do. 
Are you crazy? Do you know all the people that have messaged us saying that something we've said struck a nerve with them and they don't feel alone or um, just different thoughts and ideas make them feel like, oh, my God, I've had that, too. You know, it happens all the time. That's nice, I guess. Yeah. Especially the stuff that we've gotten into therapeutically, like all of the sort of mental stuff we've talked about. You know, that's really helpful to hear someone else sort of echo your own feelings so you don't feel like you're the weird one. It's like, oh, there are other people that I think are cool, I guess. You know, I'm just saying because they listen to us, just assuming. And that, you know, we're going through the same shit that they are. We're their friends. Like you talking <laughs> yeah. about other podcast hosts being your friends. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking weird... about me specifically when I did that? That yeah, was a very weird thing that you did the other day. And you're like, my friends. <sighs> it was just a joke. It was just a way to joke around. Jesus Christ. I hated that he like, wait a second. Let's 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 uh bring the entire show to a halt when I was just making a little joke. You're talking about on the radio show. I yes, forget. on the radio I, show, yeah. I wanted to reference someone who lived in L.A. And so I was saying that it was uh, a friend of mine. Just not really. It was a podcast that I listened to. And then I said that they were whatever. But it was just a joke. Was it a joke? I feel yes. as though I feel as though it was one of those things that you felt as though maybe it lended more weight if you said it was a friend. So you said friend and you were lying at first, similar to... No, I planned it ahead of time before I said it that I'm going to make this joke about my friend. It's actually a podcast. I was, you know, it's just a joke. It's pissing me off even more that you're doing it now instead of like I want because I want because I want you to to get me. More I, get, than I get I get the joke. I understand that it's funny to say my friends, these podcast hosts. I, well, I didn't say these. I didn't say my friends, these podcast hosts. I said... Uh, I have a friend and then I either said like just kidding it's a podcast I listen to or uh, like aka just a podcast that I listen to you know it was that was the joke and what I, I know that you get it now but the fact that listening back like listening to it live that you thought that I was serious just like Eric did that was no really I annoying. didn't think I didn't think that you were saying that podcast hosts who have no idea that you exist were your uh -huh. friends I didn't think that okay I was thinking you have that strange tendency to lie about things like, oh, I spent 15 minutes in the bathroom. Right. right, right. Actually, that's too long. I spent was five less, minutes. Yeah. I spent five <laughs> minutes in the bathroom. That, that's insane. People are going to be wondering what the hell took so long. So I want to lie and say I had a nosebleed. Yes. yes. OK. So I thought along the same lines, quickly in your brain to lend some kind of credibility, you were going to say my friend in L.A., uh, because if you said podcast host, you felt, and that, that's not even a good comparison between the two because it's uh -huh. very fair for you to say friend instead of podcast host. Because if you said, oh, there's a podcast host, that would just derail the conversation, even though it ended up getting derailed. But uh, <laughs> immediately it's like, oh, yo, so this podcast host is, I, you're taking your cues from them now. So I, see, I, my whole point or my whole thought about it was that it would be that. People would understand why I would say something like that, because when you do listen to podcasts, you do sort of start to feel like you actually do know these people when you don't know them at all. Uh, well, I guess you know them, but they don't know you. So then it's kind of like, what is then you have to think about, like, what is a relationship? What is what are we doing? But now you're just now we're just dissecting the the frog 
that that was not my intent either. Uh, well, the problem here is jokes. There's too many jokes. I'm a very serious person. Mm. I would, wouldn't you say? I think I'm pretty serious. There's, but you're so not serious. Well, sometimes. because because there's the, the bigger picture is you can't be serious because none of this fucking matters. <laughs> Our existence doesn't matter. The fact that we're here is a coincidence. It's insignificant. So when you're playing in that field, it's difficult to say that anything matters. So okay. that's the foundation. And I think that's where some of this confusion comes into play, where it's like, you don't take anything seriously. It's like, well, I can't because uh, that's my starting point. But when you step away from that, I think in my daily interactions and discussions, I'm a pretty serious person. And I think jokes in general annoy me. If you're going to see a stand-up comedian, that's different. That's the setting. That's the point of it. And good stand-ups are actually making points. They're they're you know a lot of it is opinion, and that's fine. Uh, but they're giving their perspective on the world, and hopefully they are uh, giving you a new way to look at things, or at least you're able to relate to these things, and you throw in the jokes, and that's that's a nice setting. But I think in my daily approach to like life, when I have conversations with people, I want them to be serious. I want to uh, have serious conversations. And then within those conversations, you can have humor and lighthearted moments. But to me, jokes, when people are making jokes and that is their goal, it just fucking takes you away from any kind of point that's I being made. I agree with that. That's a way to keep people at a distance a bit. And I think that's why I don't like jokes, because I do think that Let's say, let's just use the radio show. We could use mm -hmm. our podcast too. But anything like this, I do want there to be levity. I want there to be humor. I want people to find themselves laughing. But I would rather the conversation be interesting and not completely empty and vapid at the expense of got to get the jokes in there. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, that's what our show is. Is we can, of course, I... I love the idea that our show is sort of serious um, and thoughtful, but then also dumb, <laughs> you know, like like actual real life. I guess it is figuring out how to balance it because everything is dumb ultimately. Oh, yeah. Everything, everything is dumb. Everything, everything is fucking dumb. It's all dumb. a dog and pony show, which I don't even know where that comes from, but it's all like, you know. See, then there's the flip Smoke side of it. Mirrors. There's the flip side of it where I hate people who take everything so fucking seriously. So what, right. the hell, what the hell am I doing? How do I fit into this? Because I do view myself as a pretty serious person in having conversations. Well, I want to be earnest. I want to listen to people. I don't want to be dismissive. And even outside of that, if I'm having the conversation, I'd rather have the conversation, as I already stated, that uh, digs a little deeper. And we're not going to get super deep into things because I don't have that kind of knowledge in my back pocket. I would have to do but research. But you do about your own self and you're willing to go there. Yeah. And I think that's really important for people. And despite wanting things to be like that, when there are people who can't fucking lighten up and they do take <laughs> things so seriously and everything is life or death. Maybe that's I obviously this wasn't planned. This was, I did not think about talking about this 
on the show. So I feel as though some of this is going to be clumsy, but in any discussion for me, there's a level of seriousness until there's not. And I think if somebody gets to the point where like, this is life or death and it's not life or death, mm. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, it's not. Well, sometimes you do start to sort of spiral into that feeling. And it's nice to have someone there to say like, look, you're, it's not, it's okay. You know, cause sometimes you need that perspective, sort of like a slap in the face, like get yourself together. This is not life or death, but somebody who does that frequently, right? They got a problem. They got something deeper. The thing that they think is life or death is just distracting them from what's really going on, which is probably more serious, like life or death. If somebody's talking about cancer and they're really upset about it and you know, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that is life or death. But like, you know, when I <laughs> I always think it's crazy when like sometimes you, but other people too, like when technology is just not working for them, you just start to like freak out and devolve and like sort of throw a fit. You know, and to it's me, it's not just technology. It could be anything. It could be the okay. It could be anything. The train arriving late, right? So stuff like that. That that is the kind of thing that you're talking about, where it's like, it's not life or death. Like get, oh, like roll with the punches. Get over it. It's okay. Well, that's that's neurosis. That's a level of right. And then where does neuroses come from? Neuroticism, where you are the center of everything. So when the train is late, it's like fuck. How dare you do this to me? Yeah. The, you. I have places to go. I need to get here and 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 you are holding me up now. Fuck you. Yeah. Or, see, to me, it's like, yeah, I can be annoyed and, you know, maybe anxious because I need to be somewhere on time. But then it's also like, well, there is literally nothing I can do about this. So I'm just going to be late. And that's just it. Well, you should have planned better. That's the that's. Nah. see, I'm like, I, I planned as much as I could plan. I can't I can't I can't plan for every scenario. I'm not. Uh, I can't see the future. These instances that you're uh, uh, bringing up where I get angry at technology. It's not technology itself. It's the shitty computer that I have that, you know, I bought it and it was a lemon and I decided <laughs> not to return it. And I, I'm sure there's something else that you're thinking about. But the problem is I procrastinate to the point where it's like I have to join the show or you and I set a time to start recording. And I know better. As I better get to the computer earlier because it's going to take longer. Or sometimes I do get there earlier and then something else goes wrong with it. Right. And it's, you know, if, if I sat down 30 minutes prior and the same thing was happening, I'd feel a bit annoyed because it's like, why the fuck is this computer taking so long? This isn't that old of a computer. It never actually worked. And I can continue to spiral from there. Why did I keep it? Why did See, I not return it? Uh, all of it. But I'm not going to get as angry as when I'm up against the clock. And and yet you know that that's going to happen. And so you procrastinate so that I think that you don't have to feel that feeling. But then the you, the, the act of you procrastinating makes you feel it like it makes you feel the feeling you're trying to avoid feeling. Well, some of it's a show that's expected of me. Christina. Uh, is usually in the living room when I'm setting up to do. That is the, not a fun show. The radio show. Who likes that show? Nobody is, likes that show. And then I say, oh, my God, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Are you fucking kidding me? 
And I, you know, of course, the, the computer is going to pinwheel on me and not load programs because that's all it's ever done. And I feel as though the day wouldn't be complete unless, you know, it's like having breakfast. People Stop expect it. it. See, now you're it's, making little jokes. It's part of the... It's not. I, no. <laughs> I'm being serious. I am being serious. You're I'm, being serious that you put on a show for someone in the room? I am being serious. That show is not fun. That is I, not an entertaining show. Well, you should ask Christina. Maybe she enjoys it. Maybe well, Does she? Day, maybe she would feel unsettled if that part of the day didn't <laughs> happen. Maybe you should ask her how she's feeling about that and see what she says. If she were home, I would. I'd bring her up here now, but she went to Target or something. Yeah, because she wanted to get soap. out of there in case in case you freaked out about the technology. Maybe I would be unsettled if that part it, of my... That was my you're point. Getting, then you're getting into OCD, but it's like, I if I don't have no, this routine... No, you like it. You love this neuroses. <laughs> you think it's something that makes you interesting when really it makes you... Oh, well, a, fuck like, you. How dare a you? A dangerous how person dare to be you? around. No, how dare you <laughs> prescribe that to me? It's something it's that I think makes it. Yeah. When I was 16, 17. Well, then why do you still do it? Why do you do it to yourself? Because it's built in. It is who I am. Well, fuck that. There, there's look, there's Does a point. Does it serve you? There's a point in time when uh, who you are and these character traits <sighs> you know, for a long time, like, I don't like this. I don't like who I am. I'm an embarrassment. I want to I want to hide. I want to be someone different. And then you say. You know what? Fuck it. I'm leaning in. I'm going to overdo this. And okay. and you have to sell yourself on yourself. So you say, this makes me interesting. <laughs> and then as life continues, you realize this doesn't fucking make me interesting. There's a lot of people like this. Uh-huh. None of those people are interesting. I'm not any different than anyone else. So and then this goes back to what we were discussing to open this show. I shouldn't even fucking speak because there's nothing I can say. <laughs> There's not a word that I can say that hasn't been said before, thought before. Uh, it, none of it's unique. Wait, hold on. I don't want to go so far away from this neuroses thing. Because, yes, that can be a part of who you are. But if it's something that is not helpful and makes your life more difficult and makes the the lives of the people around you more difficult or just tense or whatever, isn't that something that you think you could help change? I could, but why okay. would I? Because you like it. <laughs> There's, <laughs> I don't know if I like it. Then you would, if, if you, mm, there's something about it. Maybe I'm a you sucker like. for punishment. That's what I'm Self-inflicted saying. Self-inflicted punishment. You like it, I'm telling you. Uh, no, there's something uh, about it that you like. I don't, uh, you're not, it's not like. Okay. This is where we're getting tripped up. There's obviously something. Oh, maybe it at feels play. right. Like it feels familiar. It feels good. No, it's like I'm a piece of shit. I realize it, and I'm deserving. See, that's fucked up too, because of, you are not a piece of shit. People we, who are pieces of shit are pieces of shit. We're all pieces of shit. I'm not a piece of shit. We're all pieces of shit. I have parts of myself that are shitty. I like to like shit talk people. You know, I occasionally steal from Target. <laughs> yeah, but see, you're you're. Drawing but overall, a, I think I'm pretty fucking awesome. You're drawing a one to one. That piece of shit means bad person. That's not okay. what I'm saying. I'm just when I say mean? piece of shit that uh, we may as well be a piece of shit laying on the ground because there's the same level of significance to that piece that of shit. That is not true. You have and, significance. Like, that, come on, you no, know that's not true. This is where we're getting into the grand scheme of things. Uh-huh. 
this level of self-importance that people uh, ascribe to themselves, it's it's not real. It's okay, fake. but 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 like earlier when I said that nothing is real, it's all a show, whatever. I think that's true um, in broad terms, especially like with the big issues that we all have to deal with, like, you know, strange issues with sort of societies where they're going and then, you know, all of that stuff. That's that stuff is too big, too broad, too difficult to sort of focus in on and actually deal with. And so it all feels very unreal. However, I think in like microcosm, I guess microcosms way that we are hugely significant within each other's lives. Yeah, but that's all relative. Well, relative to what is important. The big things, dealing and fretting and trying to fix or worried about not being able to fix those big things, like I said, that are impossible to take on. That's, you know, those that is something that you should not spend your time on because they have no significance to you really or at least you have no impact on it it's really difficult to make an impact on that and so these in these um smaller circles i think those are the places where you have to build and you know pay attention and uh not be pieces of shit this you're not thing, a piece of shit on the floor you are a very important lamp in the room this thing is this whole <laughs> thing is very confusing and it's because a lot of these boundaries that I've drawn, these rules that I've set, they are in conflict of one another because uh, big picture, nothing serious. Everything's yeah. a fucking joke. Smaller picture, interpersonal relationships, doing this show, discussing things with other people. Very serious. Why should we deviate away from the, having a, a valid, good conversation with, for the sake of uh, an empty joke? So that in itself gets confusing. The whole thing we're talking about where you think that I like <laughs> spiraling and I don't necessarily like it, but I'm a sucker for self-punishment. Oh, uh, yeah. But you think that it, it makes me interesting. That's not what's happening. I don't think that I'm interesting. But I will, I will say that within this, uh, the one thing that makes me better than everyone else is the realization that I am a piece of shit. So no, many people, no, no, no. No, so many people have the inability to realize that they don't matter that much. Okay. That that you've got to take piece of shit out of the okay out of the phrasing. True genius lies in realizing <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> no way. Listen, geniuses can also be fucking idiots. Okay, Einstein I, I, was a genius. He married his cousin and wore the same thing every day, and he was kind of a dickhead. Doesn't mean, well, he's got an ego. All these people have egos. Right. So what I'm saying is I would rather um, be savvy and clever and smart across the board than be really good and, and like an expert genius level at one thing. Because the rest of your life could be a like a, a, a shit show. Look at people with like autism and how smart that they can be. And then also like cannot function in the world. And they can do things like tell you how many toothpicks are on the ground, which I, that's that's not an autistic trait. Going to Rain Man there it's for not. a second. How, how could you know just by glancing 
at the ground and seeing I don't know, a people pile just of tooth- that they have they see the world in a different way. I thought I thought that was real. I just Maybe I, it's I, not. I, I seeing the world in a different way doesn't allow you to know that here's a box of a thousand toothpicks and uh, six hundred and twenty three fell out in a pile on the ground. I don't that's unless you're just in, in tune with the <laughs> the universe on some quantum level where it's communicated to you. I just don't think that uh, it ties into being aut- autistic. It's like, oh, I can tell you immediately how many uh, toothpicks fell out. It's like, how? Maybe you can do math quickly. Maybe something like that is easy for you to do. And if you knew how many were left in the box, and maybe that's what happened. I, I don't remember Rain Man so well. Maybe, uh, I don't know how that scene played out, but I always thought that was weird. Um, I'm reading about it. Most humans do not need to count four objects on display. They instantly know the quantity at a glance. Beyond four objects, the, fre- the frequency of errors increases rapidly. Uh, uh, 97 Some savants are able to spon- spontaneously estimate the number of objects in a large group, but even Kim Peek, who was the inspiration for the character Rain Man, could not reliably estimate 246 toothpicks scattered on the floor. Autistic savant twins John and Michael saw a box of matches spill on the floor and simultaneously said 111, followed by 37. When the matches were counted, there were a lack, uh, there were exactly 111 scattered about. I suspect this event inspired the toothpick scene in Rain Man. When asked about 37, they smiled and said in unison, 37, 37, 37, 11, 11, or 111. They, quote, saw that 111 could be factored into three groups of 37. Huh. Okay, sure. Interesting. 97X. Bow, the future of rock and roll. 97X. Bow, <laughs> the future of rock and roll. Of rock and roll. I do that. I do that constantly. Just the other day I was doing that. You're over a savant. <laughs> and over. And sometimes, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to make any claims. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if there's a spectrum. Maybe I'm a little bit on just like the the teeniest part, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And you know, I'm not trying to hijack something. the 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 reason for hesitation there is like everybody wants some kind of uh, label these days uh-huh. because it sets them apart. Because apparently, just being what is considered normal, and I can understand the problem saying that's normal, that's not normal. So right. Uh, you know, it's shitty to put people in a box where they feel like they're not normal just because mm-hmm. they have some traits or live their lives in a way that other people don't consider normal. But we've gotten to the point where what historically has been called normal is now something nobody wants anything to do with right. because it's a complete overcompensation. And <laughs> so they all look for labels, some kind of fucking label. And you know, me saying maybe if there's a, if there's a spectrum for autism, maybe I'm on it just a little bit. And I didn't really want to say that because I feel like there are people probably out there who wish for nothing more. They wouldn't be neurodivergent. Oh, I know. But hopefully people that are listening to our show are not that lame. <laughs> what? There's a lot of people like that now, though. I love the ideas, too. Like, I took a test on TikTok and I found out I'm ADHD. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> no, you didn't. I mean, these tests. Oh, and that, these tests are so dumb. That at some point in my life. Do you I, struggle with, you know doing things you don't want to do. <laughs> You're like, yes, that's me. Oh my God. <laughs> well, when I got a prescription for a Vyvanse, it was pretty much that uh, really? I had a job that I didn't like. I was promotions <laughs> coordinator at the radio station here in New York. I never wanted to work in fucking promotions. I just needed to make some money and mm-hmm. I didn't pay a lot. I paid 28, 28 fucking thousand dollars a year. Can you believe that shit? In New York? 
I, I doubled my money because I was on the air also on the uh-huh. weekends and that was union. So I would, but somebody would have taken that job mm-hmm. and had no other job. That's and the thing is what they'll tell you is you don't want it. Somebody else will take it. I know. I heard you disappear. That's well, I was I just stopped. drinking water. Sorry. Well, I could, I could tell that the, the mic, oh, okay, sorry. I didn't know if that you dropped off or what. But, I'm sorry, I was drinking water. I didn't want to make noise. Um, but yeah, somebody else will. Yeah, you're right. Somebody else will take it. But uh-huh. fuck you to exploit that. That is disgusting to me. And when I quit that job because I hated it so much, uh, this was the Neil deGrasse Tyson story, which at the time he was cool and I really liked him. <laughs> and he was speaking at the Natural History Museum where he worked. And uh, I left work to go see him speak and I didn't tell my boss. And I, I got off the train and... There was a text message from her. She's like, you left work. Where did you go? You didn't tell me. And I said, I'm going to see Neil deGrasse Tyson speak. And quite frankly, it's more important than this job. And <laughs> that was... Also, uh, bitch, what are you, my parents? Like, do you need something? What do you need? Yeah, I mean, it, she, yeah, all up I didn't my sneak shit. out of the office. I left because I'm an adult. I'm allowed to leave. I also did suck at that job because right. I was not interested in it. I did not care. You had to be pretty organized, which I am not. Um, and when I went to the doctor, the psychiatrist and, uh, I can't focus at work. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't. Uh, do you ever have thoughts of self-harm? No. Okay. Here you go. Here's a prescription. You, what is Vyvanse? What does it do? It's, it's for ADHD. It's oh, similar. Did it help to, you? It's similar to Adderall except, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> except it's, uh, I don't know if there's a ceiling, uh, an effect ceiling to it. Uh, but it has to be processed by your liver before it does anything. So Adderall, you know, that, that, and it's, you snort it, you get high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vyvanse, you have to take it. So it's abuse proof to an extent. Okay. Couldn't, couldn't snort it. Um, but still it, it, I don't know why you. you wouldn't be able to snort it. You could just snort it and then it would go into your bloodstream and then go through your, it's, like, it's oh. something with the light, the digestive tract and the enzymes. Oh, okay, uh, you're right. I forgot that blood won't go through your liver, right? <laughs> I mean, I can't talk about the inner workings. Obviously, blood is going through your liver, but... I don't know how the human body functions. It doesn't have the intended effects <laughs> if you don't take it okay. orally. Uh-huh. Um, but it still would get me high, and I didn't eat. I had zero appetite, and I would chain um, smoke, and I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. I Did you in, love it, actually? I was, I was in great shape. Uh-huh. But all because uh, I was like, oh, you can't focus, huh? You, you, you're looking back on it. You want to ask me? You like your job? No, I can't. I hate it. I fucking mm-hmm. can't stand it. It's not what I want to be doing. Oh, that well, that right there is probably why you can't focus. <laughs> you don't need drugs, but uh, you know, you don't get a repeating client at that point. Patient, I should say, not client. You don't have a monthly visit at that point to give you money. Well, and I think sometimes doctors are just filling in blanks you know it's like oh, okay here take this oh well it goes back to everyone wanting a label of some sort sure or wanting a quick fix to things give me medication fix this well that's what i'm i did but i think it's made my life great look there are uses for these things yeah i'm not saying but that I'm nobody also not walking around saying well when i had um postpartum depression it's like if we're talking about that then yeah i'll talk about it but it's not you know People I'm not walking want that, around though. with that. 
They yeah, like exactly. that. It gives them, I, I don't know what they get from it, but they like presenting their struggles. I really do think um, in a lot of societies like ours, I know I'm not for religion necessarily, but I am for obviously the the good points about it, which is it gave people a, a culture. It gave people um, ritual. It gave people identity. It gave people family, um, like village sort of stuff. And I think. Yeah, they created us against them. It, right. It I know. People I know. It, bad. it gave people an excuse <laughs> to murder each other. Yeah, it's wonderful. I know. I know. I'm saying those things are bad and I'm not for that. But I think. Uh, a lot of and that's and, and a lot of people are grasping and filling that hole with I have ADHD or um the uh, the other side the um I'm I'm on this side politically and so I'm against the other side politically instead of like oh yo they just think differently than me uh, no it's like they are the enemy and they're absolutely harming me um, and then there's no way. To sort of reach across. And then this is that uh, level of seriousness that drives me insane. Not to say that there right. aren't certain matters that are serious, especially politically. Abortion. Yeah. That, that yeah. in itself, again, it's a difficult thing to tell a person who really thinks you're murdering a baby that they're right. wrong. Even if I don't agree, it's difficult. But I don't feel as though that the government should have any say. It's like, right. It's, it's a personal choice. And so that's the thing. It's like, and that's how I feel about all of that, where it's, it's you know, I have my own identity. I don't need, I don't need to hang my, my identity on one hook. You know, it's, it's many things. Um, however, when it comes to something like that, I do take that very seriously because that's fucking annoying and horrible and putting people's lives at risk. And I'm not happy about it. Uh, However, if there was like a march right outside my street, I wouldn't go to it because I just don't want to participate. I mean, even like the gay, there was like a gay pride little thing in our in our neighborhood a couple weeks ago. And I was just not interested in participating. Well, it's more of a celebration at this point. I, and also all, yeah, you're right. And then also it it is so many like, I love gay people. Oh my God, you're gay. And it's like, gay people are also assholes. Gay people are thieves. Gay people are friends. Well, gay people are neighbors. Gay yeah, people the are. The way you're phrasing. It's like, but no, I'm just saying it's like we're. I, I know what you're saying. Like it's just, straight people who don't know anyone who's gay are out there like acting. You know, they've watched RuPaul uh, Drag Race and they think they're an ally. I'm just saying it's it's a little bit of like putting people up on a pedestal and like making them into caricatures of a person instead of just people. People are so desperate for identity that they. Yes. All of this becomes identity. People have a very hard time realizing that they're not that special. I don't know why it's it to me. It's OK. But maybe See, there's, I, maybe there's yeah, a process involved. Maybe we go into life thinking that we're different and I do think before internet, social media, and this is not me setting it up to shit on it. I'm just saying that uh, you're a little more isolated. You interacted with the people that you saw and you would hear things right. secondhand or you could read about things, but it wasn't so in your face. And the moment everything started coming out, uh, people presenting themselves for who they are on the internet, uh, the weirdness of, of humanity, 
you could see it's like, oh, there's a lot of people similar to me. None of this is that special. And I think that bothered a lot of people. You, are you I'd, talking I'd, about yourself a little bit? I, yeah, I, like I because said, because anytime that you hear someone enjoying something that you feel is like very niche for you, you get like mad. <laughs> I, I when I said there's a process involved, I think you go through life, you feel weird. Like I felt weird. I'll just uh-huh. speak like people labeled me weird. I don't even know why. It's like I'm just living my life. I don't think I'm that strange, and I really don't think I'm that strange. But you know, there was OCD. Uh, there, there's obviously <laughs> the overthinking it. So there's things and that in itself, I've already stated this at first, maybe you're a bit embarrassed and ashamed by it and you want to hide it. And then you lean into it. You're like, fuck you. This is who I am. <laughs> and then when you figure out there's other people like you, that's cool. And you don't feel alone. And then I think the next step of that process is, oh, wait, well, that means I'm not so special or different. And now I need to grasp for different labels and just find a combination of things because we're all going to uh, have some of the same shared labels. But if I can create a strange concoction of these different labels, then maybe I could be different. I can still set myself apart. And that seems to be the motivation of a lot of people. And in general, ego, I think I'm at the point where when I say you hate, when I say I'm a piece of shit, when mm. you realize you're a piece of shit, that's the first step in being smarter and better than everyone else. But it's really, uh, there's an attempt to, I don't want to destroy my ego. It's like move outside of my ego, which is impossible to do it 100%. But a lot of my motivation is how can I step out away from my ego? I don't know what my ego is. Like, what is my ego? How does it manifest? Is this rhetorical or you're asking me? I'm asking you. Is your ego like when you expect the train to not be late because you need that train? I mean, that's certainly ego. There's a self-importance that's placed on my being in existence. And how dare the train be late? It's fucking me over while it's also fucking everyone else over. Uh, and then look, this is an exercise the in futility. Probably there's mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any way to fully separate yourself because even if you removed yourself from society and you didn't talk to anyone, <laughs> that's still your ego driving it because Somewhere inside, there's going to be the thought, well, I'm living differently than most people. I'm doing this in a way. I'm the only one who has figured out how to escape all the shit that I say that I hate and not be the people I say that I hate. (sighs) But then you're still putting yourself up on a pedestal in a way. I mean, if I I did something, it's like... (laughs) And I've got it figured out. Right. I did. So, you know, it, it, is it a waste of energy and time? Yes. I don't know why I'm stumped. Like, How does your ego play out? I think it's just a million different ways. Yeah. There's no way to really describe how it plays out. I don't fucking know. I just think I am 
awesome and don't have this problem. <laughs> Is that my ego? Well, there's 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 strange <laughs> character traits that people really become proud of too, uh-huh. and I don't know if Christina will get angry at me for this, but and she's always said I'm late. I'm late to things. Uh huh. And it's like, why wouldn't you just try to fix that and not be late to things? Why wouldn't you put in the effort to go a little bit earlier so you're well, not it, late? And it's like, that's who I am. Uh, okay. So the, that, that is, um, it's more about why, why do I allow myself to be late? Why, what am I doing before that I'm avoiding? You know, I think that that's what you look at because just saying, well, just be proactive and think about it ahead of time. That's like saying, oh, if you're depressed, go outside and take a walk. It's like, oh, it's not always going to happen. Um, you got to look at and see what's the reason why I continue to be late. Not because of function, you know, because I didn't leave in time, but because, well, I didn't want to have to deal with this part of my journey there. Or I didn't, or maybe... You kind of like coming in after everyone's already there and sort of being, you know, hurried and all of that. Maybe well, there's something about to that me, that you like. It's similar to me getting angry and stirred about the computer, sitting down, right. knowing that I'm cutting it close. See, that's what I'm saying. If you don't, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you don't like something about yourself and it's something that is impeding your happiness. Or and or <laughs> negatively affecting the people around you, I think it's something worth looking into. Sure, but how much is it uh, negatively affecting my happiness? I don't know if it has that much well, of an impact. Well, you've been on this show so many weeks in a row, like freaking out sometimes, and it's like, dude, your neuroses is out of control. When? Every week. Oh, because I was vulnerable enough to play you a clip of me yelling at the computer because I started recording. Well, that's not. And new. now you're using it against me and throwing <laughs> it in my face. <laughs> well, you you wouldn't have even heard that. That was me sitting here alone. Uh, I know it, you don't have to play it for me. I know it exists. <laughs> you don't have to give me evidence. I know it's there. And I'm saying it sounds difficult. Well, if and it's, it makes if me, it's, it makes me like. I want things better for you. If it's you know, if it's good for your mental health, if it affects other people negatively aside, uh, something with you, this the the weird. I don't like to read. Why? <laughs> Why is that a thing? Why is that yeah. something you still lean into? What well, do you, I do that. What no, do you, no, no. It, what, what I you say get on the out show. Hey, what I no, say on the show is a different like thing. You like it somewhere. Yeah, on somewhere the show. There. Well, it's it's part of the joke where it's like I don't know how to read. No, it's not knowing how to read. There's a, a a little bit of pride in the fact that you don't read. Like, yeah. I love that you you do this a lot where you say that I have pride in things. I don't. I'm just able to laugh at that and say like, Jesus, I really don't read. It's wild. I don't. But you're at the point where I feel uh, like, like you, I don't know anything about like the globe. Like I don't know where some countries are. I do now. A little I feel like I you looked won't into that. read. Because yeah. you have to maintain that part. That's not true. I'm trying to read Cold Mountain. <laughs> what is I, that? I took it out from the library and is... then I saw it in a free uh, little library in my neighborhood. And so I returned the library book and now I have Cold Mountain. And I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling. It's hard. Like I, I got to page 40. <laughs> 
I'm looking up Cold Mountain. I have no clue. Oh, Civil War stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. Is it? I mean, it's all right. Share sev- several similarities with Homer's Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I get that. There's some. There are a lot of like. So far, it's like different characters going through your those people's little minds and journeys. Well, I'm glad that you're reading, but that is a th- <laughs> like that's a thing, and and we can make it a bit more generalized. But people do things like that. Like that's that's who I don't read, and it gets to the point where maybe a person's interested in reading, but they said, "But that's my thing." I but don't see, I read. don't do that. I don't. I mean, I don't know about before, but I know that I. If I say like, "Well, I just don't do that," you know, I, I won't. I'm nothing set in stone. You know, it's like, well, maybe that'll change. We all grasp for these things that set us apart. And make up who we are. And sometimes very strange things come into play. I think one of the things that I try and set myself apart from is looking like a mom who's given up. That's something I am proud about. Well, if you're talking about what's good for your health, (laughs) I think. Well, (laughs) I think (laughs) there's that. But I also just mean like, I don't want. I don't. Okay, if I go to the pool. I'm not wearing a black bathing suit. I'm not wearing a bathing suit that has a skirt. I'm not wearing a bathing suit that has a a puffy top because I'm like <laughs> my tummy. Like I don't give a fuck, you know. And I, uh, that stuff like that. I'm not gonna look like those moms. I'm not gonna look insecure like that. I but refuse. Then that, that's a way to say that you're better than those moms, which there's nothing yeah. wrong with. Like I'm not. And, like, I, and again, I, <laughs> I'm fine with. I'm fine with being. Um, Maybe that's not a, a very like cool way to be, but I do feel better than that. Who cares? I'm not. I'm not trying to make a point that it's not a cool way to be or it's a bad thing. Everyone what, my is. Point. Everyone is doing that in a million little different ways. And right, the, but my point is that I don't judge myself for that. I'm like, yeah, that is part of my person. That like I do, and I that is why I do that is because I don't want to be that. And the people that do do that, like that sucks for them. Don't do that. I'm better than you. <laughs> I'd say, all, yeah, I'd say all of that is good to an extent uh, on any level. If if you're seeing behaviors, especially that uh, aren't good, if they do affect people negatively and to make an effort there and then to say that you're better because you were able to do this thing that other who cares. But also like those people that have that that are doing those things I just mentioned, they're uncomfortable. And honestly, I just want them to say fuck it and show whatever they want to show and nobody gives a shit except for them. And I want them to feel that sort of freedom and, you know, all that. But and that's I I do think that my way of thinking is better than of course it is than somebody like, no, you should feel insecure about your body. No, you should hide that. People don't want to see that. No, that's a shitty way to think. That's a shitty way to think about yourself and to think about others. So if you think that way, I think you're wrong. Ultimately, I want to escape uh, any kind of behavior that uh, is part of the rat race. Mm. Trying to set myself apart, but then you can't escape it. Like it is absolutely impossible to escape it because just by 
just by saying I don't want to participate in the rat race, mm-hmm. I do feel as though that I am above other people because I have the self-awareness to say I don't. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it would be nice if we could just put everything aside and say, none of this matters. We're here for a short amount of time. It's not that big of a deal. I don't need to be different. I don't need uh, to be better. But for whatever fucking reason, those are our motivations. And it's gotten to the point with a lot of people that the behaviors and the labels and the decisions are extreme. See, We've gotten to the end where... All the little things that you thought you could uh, say make you who you are have been shown to not be that original. So you had to take the next step and get a little more extreme and then a little more extreme. And a lot of people are playing in that arena at this point. But I think people should not do that. They should focus on themselves and not not to say like only focus on yourself and be self-centered. No, but focus on what you're doing and how you feel about it and if you feel good about it then okay uh if that's negative for others look into that and see what that means if it's if it's fine then continue and don't compare yourself to other people do and and I think I think trying to be the <laughs> this sounds so like after school special trying to be the best you is the most beneficial that you can be to your micro universe and then uh, overall the macro universe that you live in (laughs) so you're saying a lot of these behaviors and they are detrimental but people are acting i guess against their own self-interest and the the interest of people they care and love about in an effort to somehow set themselves apart but this is this is the interesting thing is like people really have themselves convinced that they're acting in the best interest of other people and you know politics in general i don't want to get too deep into it but Mm -hmm. identity politics i know that the term's been thrown around uh and beaten to death but that is what it has become like uh, people's political stances have become their identity and within that people have been able to fool themselves into saying that they're doing what's best for society as a whole and that one's really hard to break out of. I would argue that, in, you know, you, you talked about earlier if there was uh, some kind of march or protest that happened and you wouldn't join it. At this point, it, there really isn't a point because there's if, if you're trying to get something changed politically, there's the people who already agree with you and the politicians who already agree with you. And your march uh-huh. isn't calling attention to anything that they don't already agree with. And the other side is never going to uh listen or care because the people who they represent expect them to dig right. in their heels so it is pointless and and you're just marching for each other to see each other marching yeah yeah and the self you know if you really are acting in the best interests of other people you'd be trying to figure out ways to get out of these fucking trenches yes and then and and politics is bullshit and slow and <laughs> It's not efficient by any means, but bulldozing obviously is not going to do shit. And in the long term, I think all of this is just hurting everything. 
But because people are under this uh, idea that they are helping and because being a person who helps is your identity. Right. So good luck. I don't fucking know. I don't know how you get out of out of any of it. And, you know, that, that makes me when I shit on TikTok and the weird videos that people do when they're so desperate for attention. Uh, I was like, well, well, whatever. That's that's cute in a way when we compare <laughs> compare it. I still find it to be annoying that you're so desperate for attention. Uh-huh. But uh, fine. At least you're at least you're trying to figure something out. I don't know what it is, but. Well, I don't think that my posts are like thirsty, <laughs> desperate. Uh, maybe by nature, every post is thirsty and desperate, but you can't escape <clears throat> that. There's there's varying degrees of it once you're once you're within the game. Yeah, <clears throat> I because, just uh, because why post in the first place? It's because I think it's funny, or like I find myself interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. It's the same thing where it's like everybody hates to listen to the sound of their own voice. And I always pretended like, oh, me too. And then I was like, no, I like it. You're just a little too old. If uh, all of this was happening when you were 20, you probably I mean, your schlogs already blew up. And that was (laughs) that was the old Internet. See, that's what I mean. Like, I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed of those because they're just so bad. Um, But I don't take them down. And it's because it's like, well, go ahead and find him and laugh and how dumb it is. That's fine. I agree. It's dumb. And I, I'm not, I'm not uh, ashamed that a, I did it. It's because you have a million views and you like people seeing that. Well, I do. I like that too. That's part of it. It is cool to have a video that, that has a lot of views. That's cool. But so I'm saying like, I don't judge a lot of shit that I think or do. <laughs> I do. I judge it if it's, if, like I said, if it, if it ends up being something negative, you know, like I had an issue with my mom a couple months ago and my behavior was affecting her negatively and she flipped out on me about it. And I wasn't so married to the to the way that I am that I, you know, dug in my heels. I'm like, OK, shit. How do I how do I merge these two things where it's like I feel like I'm not doing anything wrong, but she is her feelings are being hurt. What were you and doing? So, um, not including her. Um, she, it was, it was both. It was like me maybe avoiding, uh, dealing with her. Uh, and when I say dealing, I mean like really like working on our relationship and stuff like that. And I think for her, um, she was trying too hard, like not to bother me. And so things I was doing or saying were actually hurting her feelings and she would never tell me. Um, so until she like, did, well, until, until boy, shit, did she, <laughs> but honestly, that's fine. I, you know, I, I am not happy that it happened, but I'm also grateful that it happened because I needed to hear it because even within the conversation, she, I was telling her like, okay, like, all right, I, I hear you. And you know, I'll, I'll try harder or whatever. She's like, she made a point that Maybe I've said this before or not that I said this before, but like, no, you won't like nothing's going to change. Nothing has changed up until now. So why would it change in the future? I was like, well, maybe this is the first time I'm really hearing it. And it was. And I've been trying a lot harder to. You know, um, that's nice of you because a lot of people won't do that. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I am that, who I am, and you know, who, you knew who I uh, am when you got involved. That's you. What you said at the no, beginning of the show. It's not. I've never said that. <laughs> I've never said. Look, if somebody cared about presented that, and like, hey, uh-huh. this is uh, this is really bothering me. I would listen to that. I wouldn't say okay. there's a point in my life I wouldn't have. I'm like, oh, you used to have to deal with it, right? This is who I am. But I think this whole thing is a process, and you have to work through things. And, you know, I need to be mindful that there are, uh, I'm 41 now, and I went through my time uh, figuring things out and still figuring them out. It's a Mm. never-ending process. But, you know, if there's people who are younger who are going through it but making an effort, it's like I should give some leeway there. I guess I just assume that most people don't actually try to progress by any means. They just say, this is it, and this is where I'm going to be. And Well, they probably think that, and then they actually do progress and then look back and say, oh, wow, I yeah. really have changed a lot. Then the problem is you have a new crop of idiots who come yeah. in and have to go through but the same thing. But it's kind of funny. I think I look, I look at teenagers doing shit, and I think it's cute. You're like, oh, man, look at you. Well, it depends on, depends on what they're doing, I guess. If they're attacking people like fucking ants... Like there's a group of teenagers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's they, really funny and cute. <laughs> they go fuck with people. No, I don't think that's cute. But just like being dumb and like dressing a certain way and like that that stage of teenager dude where they just refuse to cut their hair and it's like all moppy and weird. It's like cute. Okay, <laughs> got it. how I keep my hair? I think that's how my hair is. It's, it's uh, always you, been. You trim it. That's true. I do. I do yep. trim. You take care of it. Anyway, everybody, uh, thank you. I, uh, I This was an unexpectedly interesting and deep convo we had. I'm very happy we did it. I hope you're happy too. Uh, love you. Okay, bye. Bye.